0: Radio 191 FM podcast From slinging breakfast on Radio 1 to being the mayor who Gets it done, it's time for our Fortnightly catch up with Dunedin's mayor We're squawking with Hawkins Right now I'm joined by his Worship Aaron Hawkins, Marina to you Aaron. Good morning Jamie How are we today? I'm
1: oh, Very good thank you, day mm-hmm. 8 or day 10, depending yeah. <laughs> on if you're School children or not
0: that's true, that's true. Or if you're me, it's um, it's day, what is it? Oh, yeah, well, since the Monday before. I can't be bothered doing math. Uh, anyway, uh, first off, how are you, though, and how is the family going at this time?
1: Uh, I'm okay. It's certainly a, a difficult proposition for a very social and hyperactive four-year-old. Yes. To, be, to, be, to be trapped indoors uh, this often, but we're making sure that we take full use of our state-sanctioned daily outdoor exercise strictly in our own neighbourhood. Mm. We're fortunate to have uh, the neighbourhood we have. A walk around the block is quite a beautiful endeavour. Um, but it's, yeah, it's hard. Um, but, you know, I've, I've, we've got it better than a lot of people do in terms of, um, the support we have uh, in the household and, and the ability that we have to work from home. So I uh, can't complain, really.
0: Yeah, try having a 7-, a 9-, and an 11-year-old. That uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Right, and how are the council's essential services holding up?
1: Essential services are, are going well. I mean, our staff continue to work uh, hard to ensure that the essential services continue, and by that I mean... Uh, your rubbish collection, uh, your drinking water, uh, your wastewater. Uh, there have been uh, challenges in, in the wastewater network. People who have been following the Prime Minister's briefings and, and Dr. Bloomfield's briefings will have seen that uh, the issue with uh, wet wipes has been elevated to, uh, to the national platform. That's been an issue up and down the country. Obviously, people are cleaning things within an inch of their lives at the moment, which is yes. great. Uh, but if you're going to use uh, disinfectant wipes to do that, uh, please put them in the rubbish and don't flush them down the toilet. Please, 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 uh, because it, it creates um, serious blockages in the network, which, aside from creating a hazard for our workers who are dealing with that, uh, means that they don't have the capacity to fix other issues uh, as and when they come up. So uh, that isn't the that isn't the key message I anticipated to be delivering a week ago. Uh, but here we are. Please stop flushing your wet wipes down the toilet. Yeah. <laughs>
0: we don't want those um, London City fatbergs, do we? No,
1: indeed. <laughs>
0: um, now, uh, you know, I mean, this, this is really unsettling for a lot of people. Uh, but one thing that we know is that when we come out of this, um, we're going to really have to try to, you know, we, we're still going to have a massive hit to the economy. We're really not going to feel it. Until I think we start coming out of it and and places start opening or not opening at all, Um, so it's going to take a really big hit to the economy. Is is the council going to fast track infrastructure projects, both public and private sector projects, so people can get back to work? What I mean there is not removing safety red tape, uh, but making the you know kind of try to streamline the consent process uh, as fast as you possibly can.
1: Yeah, the government's been quite clear that they expect the recovery to be infrastructure-led. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, you may have seen uh, Minister Jones uh, in the last day or two uh, talking about how they're uh, claiming back or clawing back unspent funds from the Provincial Growth Fund specifically to provide money to um, uh, to projects that are ready to go in the infrastructure space. So... Um, that's absolutely something that we are looking at doing um, mm. and, and we will be as supportive of um, you know, whether it's private uh, private projects or government or government agencies and certainly uh, we'll be getting on with the work that we are doing. Uh, it's It certainly highlights um, the need to not uh, slash and burn um, our operating budget because we need to make sure that we still have the staff capacity to manage these projects and make sure that there is support for these projects um, because um, you know when when a number of uh, sectors in our economy will be struggling for some time particularly those that are um, re- more reliant on international visitors and it could be 12 18 months before we see any international visitors in this part of the world um, that means that we need to ramp up the things that we do have um, that we, the things that we can do. Uh, and and civil engineering and construction projects uh, certainly uh, certainly fit that mould. And, and I think you know they talk about that they talk about pipelines of work, uh, and and the, the fear is that um, uh, the impacts of uh, the impacts that we're feeling now will lead to the major to major firms making many of their staff redundant. Um, Head, for example, have just laid off 600 staff, which mm-hmm. means that when you're ready to go again. You don't have the capacity necessarily in the workforce to be able to deliver the work, um, but there's a you know there's a, a, a fairly significant capital works program uh, that's in Dunedin over the next decade, and, and we already had challenges from a workforce point of view. Um, but this is certainly going to be a critical part of that, and so we are looking actively now at uh, not just how we can not just how you could accelerate stuff that's already in our in our plans, but um, you know, pitching projects to government that. Um, are ready to go but aren't currently funded uh, in our ten year budget
0: okay so what about those companies that have already put bids in for tender and successfully won those? are they got their workforces on hold ready to go or are they laying off as well
1: uh, I, I I don't know enough about the specific um, about specific contractors that have uh, council work I mean I know that we we still you know our, our road maintenance contracts. Uh, will continue and, and in fact that's you know, due for transition we have a new uh, contractor taking up that work from uh, from around the first of May um, mm-hmm. but' we'll, we're certainly will certainly be looking at um, the timing of some of those projects and 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 what any delays may mean uh, in terms of going to renegotiate or um, or pay penalties and contracts because that's a fairly standard that's a fairly standard thing but yeah that's that's now that once we've got the essential services part uh, underway, yeah. that kind of uh, forward-looking stuff is a priority for Council at the moment.
0: Now, rates freeze has been put on the table, and it's something that you have, uh, you know, you are, you've are, you got, you're putting your backing behind. How's that looking now? Uh, and what are we going to do to replace that cash?
1: Uh, I certainly support it as, as an option. Um, and, and I think, but I, I think the the, the 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 key there is, well, there's two things. One, um, there, there isn't a lot of disagreement uh, around trying to uh, to reduce the impact of a, of a rates rise from the 1st of July. Uh, the difference of opinion, certainly politically and in, and in the community, is how you get there, whether you um, slash public spending and make significant numbers of our staff redundant and stop doing things, uh, which I think economically would be a disaster, uh, or do you um, borrow money in the short term to be able to continue the work that we're doing, uh, and and usually we'd only borrow money uh, for the, to build build stuff that lasts a long time. The idea is that um, if, if if multiple generations of people living and working here benefit, then it's only fair that multiple generations of people uh, contribute to the cost of it. And but and we don't usually borrow money uh, for operating expenses, so staff mm. and those sorts of things. But I think you can make a pretty good argument. Uh, that uh, the city coming out the other side of this in as strong a position as possible is something that will benefit both current and future residents um, and you know so and, and it could be and that 's a spectrum obviously from where our draft budget currently sits uh, right through to um, you know a, a raise a gang approach which I certainly don't support um, and because there's no there's absolutely no doubt that uh, this will have an impact on on next year's budget, not just in terms of, um, in terms of revenue and expenditure. So between now and the end of May, when we make our decisions on the annual plan, uh, we'll be looking at um, what our, what our budget might look like that reflects the current circumstance. Uh, and then there'll be a, a range of options uh, in terms of you know how we might fund that in the short and long term. Uh, but I certainly don't have any appetite to to be slashing public spending and to be stopping the work that we're doing. I think that would be, um, you know, that's the absolute opposite of what we need to be doing in terms of supporting uh, the long term, longer term sustainability of our local economy.
0: Now, uh, you've known me for a long time. You know how much of a fan I am of the Waiporai Fund. Um, how, uh...
1: (laughs) I don't, but we, we learn something new every day, don't we?
0: Oh, we do indeed. We do indeed. Oh no, huge fan. Uh, um, what about um, dipping your toes into that kind of thing? Uh, is, is, that, is that another thing that's – is that on the cards or – because, you know, I mean, it's always seemed to me like that's kind of been uh, living off the interest of that and also it's kind of like a rainy day fund. Am I correct in that?
1: Uh, it is to some degree, although and, – and while the, the Waipori portfolio, and for, for those unfamiliar with the history, in the late 1990s, uh, the, the, the then national-led government Made local governments sell off their power generating assets, um, which we had at the White Waiapori Dam, and then that money has effectively gone into an investment fund, and that portfolio is quite conservative. Um, but but there's still a, a fairly significant chunk of that uh, is in is in equities and shares, and obviously now is not an amazing time uh, no. for the share market internationally. So. Um, you know, I'd be interested to see. I haven't seen a, a, a recent report from there, but I would imagine that that is, you know, the overall value of that has taken hit anyway. Um, you know, it's it's like any sell down of public assets, though you can only do it once, uh, and so you know, I, I would imagine that that would be something of last resort. Uh, it is also the the White poor refund in particular also sits in councils. Um, we have a Thing called a, a significance and engagement policy, and it lists uh, key assets in the city that can't be uh, partially or wholly sold off uh, without um, specifically consulting the community. So, even were council of a mind uh, to sell off all or part of the Waipori fund, uh, we couldn't do that without um, going out for going out formally for public feedback. So, people don't need to panic about those sorts of things as a, a knee-jerk response to the. Short-term situation.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, and um, can you tell us a little bit about the Otago COVID nineteen welfare helpline that's been set up?
1: Yeah, so um, as of uh, Tuesday of this week, we're running a, a regional helpline for uh, for people. It's mostly around um, about people's welfare around Manakitanga. So, you know, if, if you're struggling to uh, gets, gets support from uh, various government agencies, and we all know work and income are swamped uh, with calls at the moment, um, or if if you don't have um, the support networks to deliver medicine or groceries to you in the city and, and are unable to leave the house for, uh, for whatever reason, those are the sorts of things uh, that that is being set up to help with. Uh, so mm-hmm. that runs from uh, 7 in the morning till 7 at night and you can call 0800 322 4000, that number again, 0800 322 4000, to get someone to help navigate um, those things for you. If people have specific questions about what council's doing and our services, uh, then the best place still is to either uh, check out the council website, Dunedin.govt.nz or our um, call centre is still operating at 477-4000.
0: Mm-hmm. And so like, it says household goods and services there. If my washing machine was to break down, is it a number I could call?
1: I don't know if they're going to send out repairs and maintenance people, Jamie, but um, <laughs> you, you, you may have noticed that um, whiteware and, and household appliances have been added to the list of uh, essential goods that can be ordered remotely. So if, if something breaks uh, over the next few weeks, uh, you know, online stores can deliver um, can deliver a new washing machine or refrigerator to you. Um, I don't know if I'd want to flood the helpline with requests <laughs> for electrical engineering advice. That's probably a degree of expertise uh, that doesn't sit in that facility.
0: Yeah, but that is one thing that's kind of missing from all this, because there are some people that can't afford to buy new washing machines that might get stuck out. Um, right, and just quickly, have we got a message for Knights Knights? Uh, anything you'd like to say?
1: Look, I'm really proud of, of the work that people have been doing in Dunedin, and this is work, um, at staying at home and, and staying in their bubbles. And I know that this is hard, um, and uh, but the, the, the harder we work now, the sooner we'll be out the other side. So... The message that I have today is is the message that we had back on day one. It's just worth reiterating as time goes on um, that people need to be calm and be kind and stay home and save lives.
0: Indeed. Uh, Right. Thank you so much for that, Aaron. Um, We'll catch up again soon. But you and the family, take care of yourselves. Look after you and the loved ones and all the community around you, and um, we'll talk soon. Oh, look, take, take care of us too.